everything now. Good morning. Hey, Dan, how are you doing? How you doing, Mike? Mike, check. Mike, check. Mike, check. check. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, my oh, goodness. Oh, oh. I just almost destroyed. So for people who are listening only, sorry about that noise. I Whoa, literally you just blew someone's ears out. I, I read somewhere that uh, consistently sounds over 80 decibels is dangerous for, for people. Really? Yeah, that's what they say. That's very interesting. I don't know if it's true or not, but yeah, there we are. Good morning, everybody. This is Everything Now. If you are watching or if you're listening, uh, thank you so much for doing so. Uh, yeah, all our Spotify people or if you're an anchor, I uh, just want to encourage you to go to our uh, Facebook page. Give it a like. Like. Please like it. If you, uh, if you just listen and you're like, what do these guys look like? You can go ahead and go and, and see what we look like. Yep. We're right there. 80 decibels is dangerous for, for people. Well, please like it. Yeah. If you, uh, just Sorry. We're, no you know, we're just making sure everything's going. And it is. Cool, going, cool, 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 cool. It's going great. Um, yeah. So how are you doing, Mike? Good. I've been up since uh, 3.30. Okay. And uh, got a workout in. Okay. We uh, had a guest at our house working out with us. Uh, a guest workout partner for or my wife yeah she had okay. a friend working out so i did my best to stay out of trouble and stay out of their way so kind of like a like a trainer or just a friend just, just a friend you saw the lady you saw out front when you when you walked in yeah yeah with, cool. the, with the boot on boot she had a boot yeah she broke her foot and she's normally a marathon runner oh and so she was working out with my wife this morning and uh yeah so i helped them uh, Set up gotcha. equipment that, to accommodate the boot, so they could still work out. Right. Not that I'm a you know a super athlete, but I remember when um, you're being I, modest when now. I was working out. Yeah, you're being modest now on the on the dailies. That uh, when I got hurt, mm-hmm. it was the worst. Yeah. Well, she runs like marathons, like the Boston Marathon and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. She's a beast when it comes to running. That's cool. And so, uh, so she's been lifting weights with Nikki. And, uh, yeah, so we mm-hmm. was just giving them a – it was fun to, to set up chains for them to use for some of their lifts, which was chains? fun. Yeah. Sounds weird. Well, think about it. If you've Sounds got a, like if uh, you're lifting, Dwight's gym for muscles. <laughs> so let's say you have a chain, right? Yeah. And as you lower the chain, the weight gets lower. And as you raise the chain, it gets higher because the keep, chains keep hitting the ground. This is right? true. And so they were doing uh, Bulgarian split squats. And um, by doing that, they were able to increase the load by like 200% at the top. Okay. But lower it at the bottom to a weight that was comfortable. And so, right. um, you know, it was a... Uh, it was it was fun. It was fun watching them, you know, have fun with it. They were like, "Oh yes, this looks like fun," because you know they have these big chains in there that I use for powerlifting stuff that yeah nobody ever touches. And I was like, "Hey, you still powerlift now that you're in your mm, like kind of not really losing weight? Not really. I I do multi joint movements, and uh, I don't really have a need to try to tease a little bit of extra strength out. Um, and when I get when I stick on a weight, so I'm more just trying to get through the workout. Uh, with a calorie deficit and not be miserable mm-hmm. or die. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So. There you go. We made it another week, Mike, in this crazy world. Chaos. Is it still chaos? It's pretty chaotic, man. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. I I, I get a little, I'm not going to lie, I get a little sad every time I like, look at the news or whatever. I'm not really a news guy. I hate the news. I feel like the news is, is the worst. TV so like news. national media news is the worst, but like local news, like where they're like telling like oh, all these like feel good stories and stuff, or you know stuff like that. I like that. Yeah. Well, but, I don't even like that. I'm sorry. I don't like news in, like at all, especially the, especially the local news though. You don't like the local news. I feel like the quality is so low. The bar is set so low. <laughs> what? Have you watched the news, Mike? Like. The quality is so low. Like they literally, I don't even know. It's just it feel. If you know what it feels like when I watch it, what? No offense 
to people that are currently in the news. Um, but it feels like I was in the news team in school when I was in in middle school and high school. Okay. And that's kind of what it feels like. They're just like, all right, let's get this go. Let's get, let's put this together. We can do this together. And then they do that. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to just be quiet. There are news people that watch this. So I'm going to just be quiet. I think it's okay. But it's not only that. Okay. It's also like, I feel like they have to, there's to come to a point where Fort Myers, Cape Coral, you know, Naples, whatever. There's not that much going on. I, th- that and they're doing the best so they, they can they with what do they the have. best they, they can, can with the, stuff, you know. I like the feel good stories. I like seeing like, like the seventy five year old dude that's walking every day for charity. But I like seeing yeah, like that okay. somebody's I dog got nice. lost and rescued, you know, brought back to them a month later. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that I like. Right. But then but then when they do the interview, like the guy's half out of focus and you see the background. Oh, and then I'm like, no, oh. it's not. It's out of focus. Why did you do that? Why is it out of focus? Or my favorite is whenever they like go to someone. It's like, okay, and now we have someone, whatever. And the guy, you know, he, he, there's like too much delay, so he doesn't hear the whole thing, and he's just like waiting. And there's like awkward silence. And, I, yeah. I know what you mean. I love that. Well, it's a. I guess now that I think about it, it's a love hate relationship. Because right. I don't like that, but at the same time, it's hilarious. So I think it's funny it. that we're getting a delay right now as you're talking about a delay. I know. I don't know if this is is working. Is the internet? Do you have? Are you on I'm Wi-Fi? On on your phone? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're good. It should be fine because we're still recording the we'll upload the video on yeah. the thing. So we'll, we'll upload it later. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. So, um, so chaos, right? So I've been reading this book. I yeah, a, I see. I have a men's group that gets together that I've been going You've through. Been this reading book a book. With. We've been reading a book together. Okay. And what's this book? So there's a guy named Jordan Peterson who is a thinker. He is a psychologist. Okay. And he was a professor at the University of Toronto, and I believe now he's at Harvard, and um. He's very skilled at answering questions. And okay. he's a little bit controversial in some of the things that he, Some of his answers. Some of his answers, for sure. There are certain groups of people that want to uh, get him with a pitchfork. And I don't 100% agree with everything that guy says. But mm-hmm. some of the things he says do, do make sense. They're very like, you know, you, like, you say, oh, that's common sense, right? Yeah. And really what it is is, oh, we have these uh, this understanding about what, uh, life is about right mm-hmm. so uh, one of the things he addresses here is the golden rule do you know what the golden rule is dan the golden rule yeah you ever heard it where's a nice studio with the orange chair it was so inviting <laughs> well well we decided to make, go to a different location this morning we're at a different location yeah studio a right that was studio b yeah we were back in studio a back in studio a um just just for now for now well you know there's always a change of pace we can't yeah. always be in the same place. No, no, no. We can't always be in the same place. Um, so, um, so the, the so golden the, rule yeah. is um, the golden rule is to. Do you want me to say the golden rule? To love each other, like. No, it's not uh, it. Best do unto others uh, as you would do as you would have do unto you done yeah, unto yeah, you. That's what I. Yeah, that's it. And so okay, do unto others. As you would want. Okay. And the typical American thought that's taught, like if I had a sandwich and you were hungry, I should give you my whole sandwich. And then I would be hungry. Mm-hmm. And instead, this guy is telling you that the golden rule is go an invitation. Halfsies. Right. Go halfsies. To cut it in half. I keep half. You keep half. Then we can have a sandwich we together. Can, we can share together. Yeah. And there's a reciprocity that is lost um, in today's understanding of the golden rule mm. that you should treat yourself um, like someone that you're responsible for taking care of. So one of the examples he uses that most people that get a prescription drug for themselves, they go to the doctor, they get the diagnosis, they get the prescription, but most of them fail to take it the exact way that the doctor told them to. 
Okay. But what they found was the same kind of research. If the people's uh, dog got a prescription, they want like most of the time they gave the dog the drug and did it in the way the veterinarian. And he's just like, you know, what the flip? Why why don't people give themselves the medicine? But mm-hmm. they're a hundred percent. I said reciprocity, right? Okay, cool. So uh, they 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 don't give themselves a medicine, but they'll give it to their dog because they love their dog more than they love themselves. Mm. And it's this part of you know loathing yourself because you know well at the same time we're supposed to love ourselves. Yeah. Um, we do know all of our own dirty darkest secrets, and you know if you don't have regrets now as you get older you'll look back on your life and go man i really regret doing that or man i really regret not doing that yeah and um you know hindsight's 2020 but um we each have to um take accountability for our past behaviors and realize that we were 100% in charge of those behaviors. Yeah. And two, moving forward, we have to recognize that we're 100% in charge of taking care of ourselves. And so on one hand, it's real easy to say, Oh, you're hungry here. You can have my sandwich. On the other hand, I need to eat too. And so Mm -hmm. you can't pour from an empty glass. And that's what happens to a lot of people that are givers. They give too much without taking care of themselves and there's this yeah um this part where we have to 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 find balance in our lives and so the golden rule is not just hey do unto others it's really hey find balance between the two Mm. does that make sense yeah and um yeah that's i i i see i see that for sure and that but i also feel like it's kind of like a thing right now of, of not right now but like Maybe because of social media, maybe not. I don't know, but of of a lot more people having lower and lower self esteem, or, or or maybe thinking not taking care of themselves. And, uh, I'll agree with that. There are a lot of people, especially that don't take if care. they're like really generous givers, like you said. Right. I agree with that for sure. Especially because I personally find myself within that category of okay. like, you know, of like either uh, work or this or that, and and. And I'm like, oh, did I, did I shower today? Did I? Right. I don't, I don't think I. Oh, you know. Yes. Or like, did I, did I sleep enough, or not? Right. And well, and yeah, that's why you and I get along well, is because you know we're always trying to do something nice for one another. Like this morning, you texted me, "Hey, I'm going to Starbucks. What do you want?" And yes. you just thought about me on your way, and then you're almost apologizing, like, "Hey, the line's too long," but. I wanted to make sure you knew you're always welcome to mm-hmm. make coffee here. Even if you're just driving through the neighborhood right. in the middle of the afternoon doing something else and you're just over here and you want a cup of coffee, just pull in and, you know, you know where everything is at the office. Just yeah. make yourself a cup of coffee. It's not right. like Nick's going to throw you out. <laughs> Nick might throw me out. No, he won't. Although he is he's the giant that protects our uh, magic beans. <laughs> magic beans. Um. The way your Wi-Fi is glitching, you guys, heads are moving like robots. Oh, that's great. We are robots. So we're, that's why we're in a glitch, different studio. Do you think it's glitching because of this room? We it might, might just, be. We might just be too far from the... Where's the Wi-Fi? Uh, it's on the other side of that wall. Of to, this wall? Yeah. So that's not far. It's like a wall away. It know. didn't glitch in the other thing, but I think there's a repeater. Last week, we had beautiful... Signal well, maybe everything. we move back to Studio B next week. Yeah. I, I don't know. know. We'll figure it out. Sorry if you're watching live this morning. Do you want me to open that door to... Uh, yeah, let some waves come in. Let the wavelengths... Let the through. waves of... Let the, let the wavelengths go. Come in, for sure. Do it. Do it, do it. All right. If you are watching this uh, later... You should be just fine. You should be fine because we're going to upload it in HD. Yeah. We're going to upload it. Are you guys in a bunker? Sort of. It's kind of like a bunker. It's Mike's office, so it's pretty bunkery. It's concrete walls. All this is concrete walls? Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. My whole building is brick. And then the attic is triple metal insulation with the insulation. The guy that built this house was an engineer, 
And so uh, I'm guessing the metal is for long wave radiation and the insulation is for just regular um, heat. And so uh, I think he was trying to triple insulate it. But this, but it was before cell phones really were a thing, right? Oh. And so that long wave radiation also comes in with cell phones and you know signal and stuff. So that's what's going on. That's probably what's interfering with it because we have to go through that wall mm-hmm. um, that has all the plumbing and stuff between there. And I'm going to guess that he probably over-engineered that wall. I haven't touched that wall yet, but I did find like metal studs in some of the walls. And so this place is just way over-engineered. That's that's that makes sense. Yeah, that makes so, sense. Maybe. Maybe a Wi-Fi repeater or extender or whatever is the is the move. Do you know what those are? Yeah, we I have them. Oh, we have one. We have one in here somewhere. In here? No, not in this room. But we have one for me. Well, that's what I'm saying. We just plug it in in here, and then that maybe that works. Okay. But uh, you got a basketball chair, Mike. I do. It's you are cooler than the other side of the pillow. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so this is Max's chair that I got him. Oh, okay. And then Max let me know that it was not cool. And oh, so he's, then, he's in, no, dad. This dad, is you're not, you're a nerd. You know, I actually, that was I called some wait. other word that I don't know. I can't wait um, for my kids to to not think I'm cool and to like be a little embarrassed. I'm. He's embarrassed of me. I love that. Yes. I love. I don't know why, but I love that. I want them to be like. Meh. I had to call his uh, football coach the other day, and I got the fifth degree from him about what are you going to say kind of a thing oh like he's like gra- good ready to grab my phone from me before i dialed and i was just right, like right. can i see your script before <laughs> right it's kind of what i'm like i was like well hey buddy i talk on the phone for a living i i'm i'm gonna probably be okay talking to him yeah it's gonna be a short conversation yeah. i'm going to have a couple of boxes that i'm going to check off in that conversation and then you know we're, we're going to be good and he repeated it back a couple of times to be sure i wasn't going to mm-hmm. like I don't know what information I was going to tell the guy. Yeah. And uh, then I he sat there and listened as I made the call. And then once I got off, he went, all right, that went okay. And then he left. Like, <laughs> all right. Like I'm an idiot. <laughs> like That's uh, great. Thanks for not embarrassing me, Dad. And so I was like, uh, okay. I, I'm starting to see the the beginnings of that. Yeah. Um, whenever I, like... I overly like dance with my kid, yeah, and then Nash is like, "That's enough, Daddy. Like, that's enough. You've done enough. Th- we're done. We're good. That's yeah. enough dancing. You need to stop." And I'm like, "Oh, okay. I guess, I guess I'm not supposed to dance anymore." Sure the, sorry, the, son. I guess you're the cool person sorry, here, and I'm the, I'm the I'm the nerd, which is he's two. Yes. No, he's three. He's almost four. Holy he's, crap! He's a big guy. He's a big boy. Yeah, the other day I called him a big man. He's like, no, Daddy, I'm a big boy. Well, I'm not a big man. <laughs> he's not wrong. He's, he's he's not wrong. It was awesome. Um, but anyways, so be uh, – so what else is in this book, Mike? It's the antidote to, the antidote to chaos. And what it does oh, is it helps you find order to your life in different ways. Okay. Uh, one of the rules is that you shouldn't um, give advice to other people yeah, uh, or say how the world should be okay, uh, until you have your house in perfect order, until your life's in perfect order. That's a hard one. Y- yeah. In other words, you shall never. Well, it's, it's hard. Who has their house in perfect order? Do you have your house in perfect order, Mike? Um, perfect. Mm-hmm. It's not perfect, but I'm I'm doing pretty good for myself. I get yeah. along with my family, my kids. Yeah, you know, I I do pretty well for but myself. But then again, where is that? What does that mean exactly? What is perfect? Well, mean? and and you know, I'm not somebody that just like you know is gonna just walk up to somebody and give them per- life advice unless I feel like I have to. Right. Um, but what is perfect order? I guess going back to that. Well, I mean, the other thing is if you live in your parents' basement and you're 45 years old, that doesn't sound like perfect you, order. And you're, you know, you can't hold a job down and you're, you know, overweight and sick. You probably shouldn't be giving fitness advice. You shouldn't be giving financial advice. You shouldn't be giving, you know, uh, advice. And so there's a lot of times like on social media, I see people who are socially crusading using their social media, whatever 130 people they have on their, their, their thing that follow them or whatever. Yo, I have a lot of Facebook friends. Of course you do. Thousands. 
Because you're a friendly guy. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, from the thousands of people that I asked to like the Everything Now page, mm-hmm. we only probably got like 50. From all my thousand friends, uh-huh. I see you. Maybe they'll do it later. Maybe they'll do it. I have noticed that it's been coming in like We raindrops. had a couple last night. It's coming in like raindrops, you know? Yeah. It's like slowly coming in. It's almost like Facebook doesn't automatically like send everything out. It sends it out in waves. That's probably what happened. It's probably what they do, though. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I, I, I think. But I think like the social crusaders who are, we need to like say things like we should put all the policemen in jail kind of stuff. And you're like, well, no, that's not the answer to the problem, guys. We should take away all their money. No, no, we need police. Um, it's not about the friends or likes. It's about the content. Yeah. And so, you know, you have people like give advice, but it's like a virgin sex therapist, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. And you're like, maybe you shouldn't be giving advice. Yeah. You know? It, that, I, that's, that's what would make it really difficult for like a Catholic priest to give marriage counseling. That, that's always thought that was the weirdest thing. Right? Yeah. Right? Like why? I, why? Guess, I guess it can go off of like biblical principles maybe marriage and stuff but what practical information does the man have yeah there's no practicality there it's based on solely on his opinion yeah but the man that's been happily married for 50 years he's probably got some some nuggets to offer you oh he's got some nuggets yeah i remember one time i sat with uh, a man uh, about a week before he died uh, in the nursing home and he had him and his wife were they'd probably been married 60 plus years happily and they were really like really sweet people she had died the year before mm-hmm. and then he was in the nursing home and i was visiting him in the nursing home and just sitting with him and he barely remembered me right um because he was towards the end yeah but i sat there with him and he he kept asking me who are you again and i would oh. remind him <laughs> but you know when he and knowing him he was a very nice man who was always very loving and mm-hmm. smiled at everybody yeah and um i'd heard he was just kind of sitting in a nursing home by himself yeah and none of his family was around so i made point to go over there um and you know i kind of found out that it was going to die within the week so i just made sure That's i crazy. went over there and sat with him and i was you know i'm busy but i made it made time to go over there and in that time i learned a lot about him that I didn't know in the time of just knowing him mm. because all of his inhibitions were stripped away and he was telling me all kinds of things. And really, like the heart of his love came out, like just how he loved his wife and and um, how that he would wait if there was ever a problem. He would wait like a day or two uh, and... Mm-hmm let it sit he would never like respond in anger to her he would always wait and then wait till a time that he could talk to her about it and you know he was sharing with a lot of wisdom even though he was like kind of coming in in and out of stuff you know what i mean right i guess it's the oxygen levels or whatever his body was doing and uh yeah he told me a lot of like really cool stories about his life and and then the next uh day i was headed i was uh, getting dressed i was going to try to head over there you know, yeah. after my morning calls and stuff, and the the guy that ran the nursing home kind of sent me a message, hey, uh, you don't need to come today. <laughs> right. <laughs> he wasn't yeah. allowed to tell me old, why because of HIPAA. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I feel like old people are either like this treasure chest of like gems right. and like, you know, great stuff mm-hmm. or this like really sad, sad place. I've been, like, I've, I've. It, been with you know both of those about? and yeah some of them like are just regret like yeah a lot of regret and i've always told myself please don't end up like this when you get old no no you probably and won't because of the way you treat people it, what gets someone to to live a life like that and to end up like that after you know like, what kind of life do you have to live to end up like that? So so I'll tell you a story about a guy. One time I sold his house, okay. and he was he calls me up. He's in a hospital bed, and so I come to the house. Hospice is there, and he's basically dying alone, and hospice is coming in and out of the house. Yeah. And so um, he can't even get out of the bed. He's just basically in the bed, in the living room, 
uh, within a couple of weeks of dying. And so I sit there with him for a while and, um, you know, we make a plan how to sell the house with him sitting in the house dying. Um, And then he begins telling me, you know, here's my will. Um, And there's a hospice worker sitting right there, like giving me the stuff. And so I've got all this stuff um, and I have to help him figure out how to sell everything off because Mm -hmm. He doesn't have anyone to do it, but he has a daughter who's a who's an adult daughter yeah. that he hadn't spoken to in 15 years. Wow. And he said, well, I'm leaving everything to my daughter, but I haven't spoken to her in 15 years. Right. And so I saw this as like, oh, this is an opportunity. I, I can call her up and tell her what's going on with her father, and surely yeah. she'll come and, yeah. come and see him. And, and say and get busy. I I called her. Oh my God, she said. Well, when he dies, just make sure that they send the money here. And then I repeated myself, and she basically let me know what she thought of him. And she thought that basically the the premise was that she thought the world was going to be a better place without him. Wow. And um, that's dark. Yeah, I left that going. Oh my God, um, that's terrible. And so he did. He passed maybe a week or so after that um, and, you know, sold the house and she got the money and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But it kind of stuck with me because you have these two people that, you know, you see them dying, right? One who is full of love and caring and still died alone. And then Mm -hmm. this other person who uh, was very selfish and also died alone. Mm I, I think there's something to be said about, you know, building relationships with people in a way that you leave some kind of legacy around you. Yeah. That that definitely. legacy is something that, you know, people, um, you know, my dad used to say this. He used to say, people are always glad to see you. They're either glad to see you coming or going. And I think death's that way. You know, <laughs> uh, sometimes people That's are seeing you know, see that you're alive or see that you're, 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 you're going. Yeah. You're getting out. Um, wow. Yeah, definitely. I, um, well with, with, um, Father's Day coming up. Oh yeah. That kind of tags into like, you know, being a man, being a father, being, I guess we're kind of uh, in charge of the legacy that we leave behind. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. I agree. So, um, yeah, I feel like it's 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 quite a responsibility because a lot of these things are, are patterns that could just get passed down or, or habits that just... Because that, that, you were telling me that this guy, his daughter, mm-hmm. was not very happy with him. Right. Or whatever. And who knows what she's carrying um, in in the sense of, like, bitterness or, like, you know? Well, you have to think, like, in that golden rule that we talked about, if you have a child and you're a narcissist, you will force that child to feel like they are your studio audience and they are meant to bring you glory. And that's a very selfish way to think of children. Hmm. The other hand, uh, there are some people that are very selfish with their children, and instead of giving them intimacy and wisdom, they just buy them things or their helicopter gotcha. parents or they pad everything and refuse to allow the children to have any kind of uh, anything that would would appear to be stress or, or strain on their lives or accountability. Yeah. And both ways you ruin a child, right? Right. On one hand, you're abusive because you're – constantly trying to force this kid into honoring you being your audience being your validation being a pet you know mm-hmm. and then on the other hand you have parents that are helicopter parents that ruin their kid because their kid is absolutely worthless they don't know how to cook clean right uh, take care of themselves they have no self skills they have no idea that they're not entitled to anything that with responsibility comes privilege they've been given privilege without any accountability in their life right. and they're just wrecked right and both both ways will lead to uh, you know your kid being just ruined, and so I'm really careful. Like I love books like this where it yeah. takes something that we 
these nuances of life that we all commonly agree on, which is the wisdom of the golden rule. Uh, you know, before reading this book, golden rule was, you know, oh, I have my sandwich. You're hungry. I'll give you my sandwich and I'll just endure with the hunger. No, I can cut the sandwich in half and you and I both can eat. I may not get all the calories I needed, but you got some and I got some and we're good. And maybe sometime in the future, um, I'm hungry and you'll share with me, right? Or you'll stop at Starbucks and get me a coffee because yeah. all the times I've bought you coffee, right? Yeah. And there's a give and take to that. Right. And so, you know, there's a there's a point when we have to say to ourselves, why am I crossing the ocean for this person when they won't cross the street for me? And the, the, we're not – we don't have to be a hero. I just need to do a little bit of kindness to a handful of people around me. And I'll change the world. If everybody would do that, Dan, our world would be such an amazing place to live. Mm-hmm. But so many people are are taking without giving back. Right. And, and, and you think it's like a selfish thing maybe? I don't know. Maybe it's like a, a fear-based thing. Maybe. Maybe I need to take as much as I can because I don't know how much there is. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they have this kind of scarcity mindset yeah. because there is more than enough resources. And if we all share. America. Well, even in the world, there's more than enough resources if everybody were to share. But there mm-hmm. are people who hoard. Like the toilet paper situation. The toilet paper situation. Or your government. Our, our government hoards money and then makes everybody believe that they're doing them a favor by giving them back their tax money. No. That's if you true. guys can give us uh, a twelve hundred dollar check or a twenty four hundred dollar check for COVID, then you didn't need that money to begin with. Please lower our taxes and allow everybody to have more money to spend it on things, so that everyone has more food, more health care, more whatever they want to use that money on, and we don't have yeah. to beg for it. You know, I've always been a for the majority of my working life. I've always been like a self employed, yeah, kind of whatever that is mm-hmm. so the the whole like getting money back mm-hmm. was very rare from you know doing taxes and stuff for mm-hmm. the most part you know you have to pay in you're done to your taxes yeah. kind of thing so um so i was always i was always jealous of people that would get like huge tax returns because i didn't really understand the system as, as 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 well as i do now right but now i'm like wait no I think I'm fine. I'll give them what they, what, you know, exactly I'll, give them, what they I'll give them their cut, whatever they, you know, they're asking for. And then, you know, it's fine. I'll keep the rest. I'll keep all of the rest. Right. And I'll tell you here, this is for you. This is what you right. say you need, whatever. It would be kind of scary for it to be just debited out of my account or, you know. Yeah, but that's, that's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's the same thing with charity, right? Charity? Charity. I don't know. What, the, what do you mean with charity? When you look at charity, you look at things like uh, American Heart Association. Okay. How much of the American Heart Association is eaten up with overhead? Marketing, salaries, oh, stuff like that. Yeah. What if we just helped? What if you just found somebody that had a heart condition and you helped them? That's kind of like, kind of like how Tesla doesn't do any advertisements or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, all the money that they have, I don't even know if they're profitable, but all the money that Tesla has, they just like reinvest in themselves. Yes. And uh, in order for it to grow or whatever. But yeah. So there are a lot of charities. If you were trying to give $500 to help charity, more than half of it is eaten up. It's going to like payroll. Yeah. I don't like that. No. It doesn't seem it doesn't seem right. It's like, but but then again, it's part of the of the system of the charity. But that's like, what the, the charity, but why do we accept the how system? How should the charity work? Why can't you go find somebody with a heart condition and go help them? I guess you could. Why not? You know, Dwight Schrute from the office said that there is no actual proven, like, it's not proven that charity actually works. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but that's what that's what Dwight said. Uh, the office. I, I, I think that and we have to give. He was gonna, if he had to do it, because he had to give some sort of charity money, he's like he would do it to the, the Global Relief Fund, who was a front for the Taliban. And that was the joke. 
So, anyways. What? This is bizarre. Yeah. Well, the thing is that he didn't want to do the charity thing. But since he had to do it, he chose something that was like, whatever. Off-putting. Yeah. Because he's off-putting. Yeah, because he's Dwight. Anyways. um, But, so... So you would say just, but what about like the, like the, you know, those like kids foundations and stuff for like cancer or whatever. Like, I'm sure they do help people. You'd say they don't. You would, you would say that they would help more people if like the community just said, oh, Susie has this. Let's all help her. But isn't that what being family with someone is about? A hundred percent. Yes. Agreed. Yes. But how do you maybe get like funding or Let, like Let's think about funding. a different world. Let's think okay. about a world where we didn't have taxes pulled out at the crazy rate that we have. Let's say our okay. taxes were half as much as they are now. Half. Half. Okay. So we get to keep more. We get to keep more. What do we So on average somebody who who did that would have another ten thousand dollars a month. What? Ten thousand dollars a year. Okay. Sorry. I mean, I'm down with another. All right. 10K so let's say month. on average you have an extra ten thousand dollars per household yeah. to to spend that money. Well, how much good could you do with that money? Or would you just go buy yourself a Lamborghini? Or would you go buy yourself some sort That's of frivolity? That's Lambo money. Would you it buy some sort be, of fr- frivolity? It could be like a. If you had the 10k a month, definitely that's Lambo money to like lease one. But <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you could to lease one. To lease, yeah, you cannot own a uh, Lambo with 10k a month. But um, yeah, I, I mean, definitely when you, at least from my experience the the more that you are freed from like a lot of f- financial responsibilities like mm-hmm. debt and things like that the the more free that you feel to to give and 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 the more freedom that you have to be able right. to but like a lot of people that. want socialism because they want the government to take money from people and then give it to um the other people redistribute wealth right Right. And really, the government has deceived them into believing that's, uh, one, other people's money that they're entitled to, and then, two, that they would trust the government to do this. Right. Um, it's a hard one. It kinda isn't. It's hard to trust the government well, with uh, what, all that responsibility. What, name one thing that the government has done that um, they do well, other than take the tax money. Well, I'm thinking... Everybody's pissed about the police. Right? Yeah, yeah, they're mad. Yeah, not everybody, but a lot of people. Okay, so so everyone, including the police, are like, yeah, we're we don't we're not for uh, police brutality, right? Okay, but when people make gross things saying we should defund the police or put all the policemen in jail or whatever the stuff they're That's saying, crazy. it doesn't make any sense. To That's me. crazy talk, right? Because we do need some government because. Of how humanity is, so I'm I'm okay to assume some government. Just how much is that? What is that called? Your point of view. That kind of. Uh, uh, I would say it's pragmatism at this point. I don't know that there's a political. Yeah, I don't know that there's a political. Like when the when like so like the government taking like less taxes and stuff like that. Is Libertarianism that is ish? they don't think there should be any government. Oh, any government. Yeah, they should they think it's like should be almost completely uh like minimal to, okay. to the thing. Gotcha. Uh, almost bordering on anarchy. Yeah, that's a little too much. Right. But liberal ish. liberalism in its truest sense uh is against monarchy or concentration of power. Let me Okay, I get it. So people that are liberal and their thoughts are trying to um, minimize those kinds of things. And then, you know, conservative thought is about uh, economics, government, those yeah. kinds of things. And so gotcha. they're, uh, but they want so to do it in a very specific way. So you're closer within, to that. 
to the... I'm definitely not a conservative, and I'm not liberal. Um, I'm On each issue, I would like to... I wish people could have a conversation rather than yell their ideology over each other. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because even, like, in the whole situation that's going on with, like, with the the Black Lives Matter movement or, like, all that, like, there's so much about it that it's like, oh, if you're that, then you believe this. Right, it's which, an idea. There's an ideology is, that's been that's been thrown with it. Yeah, yeah and then yeah. people are, which kind of like makes the the big picture of the movement kind of become fizzled. You know, well, it and, takes away from the power of it because when you try to begin uh, joining and pairing two mm-hmm. things together, because the one thing everybody can agree that Black Lives Matter. Right, like we can all every every ninety nine percent of the population, unless you are just a complete douchebag. Can, or, or Nazi or racist, we, we can all say Black Lives Matter. For sure. Right. It's the other thing that they that people will then attach it to. Well, if this is this, then um, – and they add this other thing to it. And well, maybe I am or, or I am not for this, right? Right, right? So there are some people that will take the Black Lives Matter movement and then attach some sort of Marxist construct to it. And attach like the whole like defund the police or no police or no, and then they it kind of makes everything well convolutes the issue. Messy. We we're, we need to help. We need to help this, right? Mm-hmm. We do have a police force that, whether people like to believe it or not, Joe Biden wrote the uh, laws that gave that basically militarized our police. We need to repeal that. Our, our police should not be able to kick in people's doors and shoot them without uh, a no walk, uh, a no knock warrant. Why in the world couldn't they just wait till the people got out to their car if they needed to arrest them or mm-hmm. or, or interview them? Why couldn't they just wait yeah. till they were going out to their car for work the next day and right. peacefully? Hey, can you come see? Can you come with us? Mm-hmm. You know, instead of uh, the lady in St. Louis that they kicked in right, her yeah, door. Yeah. In plain freaking clothes, dude. Mm -hmm. One of the cops literally stuck his hand up into the window and just started shooting randomly into the thing. And he has immunity for this. Because of the law. Qualified immunity. He's he's not liable for taking his gun, plain clothes. They didn't identify themselves as police. And he's shooting a gun into an apartment. Yeah. That's murder. That is that is egregious. Well, didn't they was was it just a, an arrest thing? Like, so she dated a guy that got arrested. Yeah. For some sort of drug offense. Yeah. During the surveillance, they noticed that his car was in her got it. in front yeah. of her apartment. So as they were following up, trying to get more um, evidence to convict him of a drug crime. Yeah. Which you know we can talk about that all day. Um, you know, we've yeah. legalized marijuana. Why are we still going after people for marijuana crimes? Yeah. You know, it's it's well, ridiculous. Not everywhere, unfortunately, but yes. Right. And so, but it's it's just a massive... But I'm ma- sure there are still people in L.A. that are literally in jail for, Probably. Drug, for and, marijuana. <laughs> and it, it's a massive waste of manpower. Not only yeah. the people that are arrested for it, which you, you can... Uh, you can say the overwhelmingly amount of them are African American males, mm. and so that that's a systemic problem that we have. Yeah. Uh, you know, you see people. And say, also, oh, it's got to be expensive to keep all those people in jail. Yes, but what 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 are they hoping to do? The the other flip side of it is there's a whole lobbying group for jails. We have privatized so much of our jail system that there are people that have become millionaires and billionaires because of uh, the jail. Because of the jails. What? People don't want to hear that. This is a song the Killers wrote called "The Land of the Free." Yes, I saw that. I saw the Sirius concert. Yeah, yeah. So they changed the lyrics for the current events right now. Yeah, but the original version of it talks about we got more people locked up than the rest of the world, right here in red, white, and blue. And then he says, "Incarcerations become big business." It is though. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't understand it because I was like. Okay. But it but has it, become I mean, it made, business. It made sense the sense that there's a lot of people in jail or, you know, whatever, than the rest of them. But, but that's the thing is we need to rethink these policies. Why are, why How do you are, make money off of jails? 
Well, because now the taxpayers have to fund it, right? Okay. And now who's selling the supplies to it? Right. Okay. So like the food people. Well, and also drugs. Companies and what? All the inmates have their health care taken care of. Oh, really? So wait, what? So if you go to jail, you get health care. Yes. For free? Yeah. You don't get a bill at the end. No. They should bill the people. They don't. Well, they should. No, they keep them alive. Well, they give them. They, well, no, they, yes, but yes. So there's no bill. In I'm fact, saying like when you're out of jail, just like you just went to the hospital for like ten years. Yes. Or if you went to the hospital for six months, you get a nice little bill at the end of that. But there are reports of people that will just just go to jail. Just go to jail thing. on purpose so that they can get health care. Or like homeless people. Homeless people just will just stand somewhere. in. Yeah, like it's cold, so they'll just stand in front of the police cars and try to get themselves arrested that's so sad but we're taking we're but you see how our priorities as a society are out of whack yeah it's it's not fair yeah so back to the the defunding the police so (laughs) yeah i think we all realize there needs to be policy changes that need to happen and the outcome of it is there's racial profiling there's systemic Mm -hmm. problems with um you know, like we pointed out, just with like uh, drug arrest for it's overwhelmingly um, African American males yeah. under a certain demographic. I don't right. know, please, please, please forgive me for not knowing the number off the top of my head. And so, it, it, it we have to ask ourselves why why is it le- why is marijuana legalized and now people are still in jail for this? Mm. Why why are we doing this? Why why are we? It, it is a victimless crime. Yeah. Why are you imposing? Your marijuana, at least not you. Not like you're going to overdose on marijuana. I don't think you can. I, I have no idea. I've never done marijuana in my life, but I, I'm think not. It's cool to do drugs. I don't care if they do it. I think it's cool to do alcohol. Well, that's the thing. Like alcohol, there's all kinds of dudes that get drunk and come home I'm and sure, do I'm sure egregious things, like deaths and like stuff. But like somebody that, is that smokes a blunt, they just go to sleep or just chill out and eat a pizza. You know, I don't think any. I don't think there's ever been like a violent crime ever committed by somebody that uh, was, was high, was like high on marijuana, on the devil's lettuce, devil, devil's cabbage. Is that what? It is? I don't know. We'll have to ask Nick George what it's called. Um, he has a lot of cool names. I think it's the lettuce. It. Yeah, the lettuce of the devil. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I've, I've never, I've never done any sort of drugs or anything like that. So I don't, I don't know. But from what I've heard, Mike, I don't think you can really die from it. No. Or like overly become violent or anything like that. Right. But alcohol, how many times do people get drunk and do just really stupid stuff? I would say one out of like three people that I ever talked to, they say, oh, my grandpa, oh, my uncle, my whatever. Yeah. Raging alcoholic. Yeah. Divorced. Just ruined his life. Yes. That's but you crazy. can go That's anywhere and buy people. alcohol. Weed is definitely not good for Weight Watchers. Yeah. No, probably not. No. But um. If, but if you want to hear your dog talk, yeah. it, it's great. What? Just say it. Scooby-Doo was probably about a bunch a, of stoners. What's that called? Halluc- hallucinogenic? Hallucinogenic? Yes, yeah. I don't think it's a hallucinogenic drug. I'm pretty sure that um, a little bit of weed, a little bit of mushrooms is the whole premise of Scooby-Doo. It's funny Dan looked around before he said he hasn't done I've uh, I've never done any sort of drugs. You gotta make sure the room is not bugged. Yeah, it's yeah, not like we're being recorded right now, and thousands right, of people could possibly into watch the it. the internet, right, right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a drug dealer, guys. I I drive a I drive a Mazda. That's not a drug dealer car. Clearly not a drug dealer car. I'm a you show up in a Lambo one day, then yes. we're we're gonna. Yes, but I don't know if selling just, like, weed gives you Lambo money. I don't think so. I think you have to get into, like, cocaine and, like, straight up, like... I feel like this is a, this, this, this conversation's gone really dark really <laughs> quickly, dude. It's not a family show anymore. Why are you... Why did it all of a sudden become Miami Vice, man? I mean... Hey, I, I, feel like, I feel like cocaine gives you the Lambo money you need. I don't know. I don't know. I mean... I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. If anyone out there has any like insight. Nice, <laughs> any nice drug dealers would like to comment <laughs> on this? Let us know. I would love to know. What do you have to sell to get that Lambo money? 
What, how much Coke do you need to sell to get a Lambo? Yeah, okay. I did watch Narcos. Okay. And it seems like it's doable to get some Lambo money with with cocaine. To be clear, we are uh, everything now is not pro Coke. Yeah. Or Pepsi. What's he saying? You guys have to go back and watch the robotic heads before you put it in HD. Oh, to see the how this is going, like oh. the stream. It's probably horrible. Sorry, guys. It's fine. Hey, I understand that. Like, there's been only two people watching Ma- the whole Malik, time. Malik's probably <laughs> just like, this is terrible. These guys suck. Yeah, you guys are suck. Well, if you're uh, listening on uh, you know our different platforms, you're good to go. You're yeah, fine. you're fine. You just you. you Dodge Hopefully, I think it. I think it should be fine. Why are we doing this live anymore? Why don't we just record it? Just, and just record it and then upload it. Upload it next time, yeah. and then we don't have the robot heads. That would be that would be actually fine. Probably easier too. Yeah, true. Because yeah. then we could hook up all the other equipment and. Yeah. Yeah, we might do that next Let's time. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. but we would lose the live. Yeah, how many people actually watch the live? That's true. We have two tops, people watching right tops now. Tops like maybe ten. Yeah. Yeah. But well, anyways, we'll do that next week. We, we'll I think it we're we have. I think it's time, Mike. Is it? All yeah. right. Well, this has been this has gone really quickly. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for, for real, like it's it's been like I feel like we just started. I want to go another hour. We we can do that sometime. We can have like a marathon yeah, thing where we do that. empanadas and um, we just like do it on the weekend. And that we would be fun. Just have like an empanada episode. Are you down for empanadas with your whole? I just have to thing? eat it during my window. So if we, oh. so if we, uh, but I would just move my window to whenever we could get our schedules. When is your up. window again? Um, it's a four-hour window from eleven to three. Eleven. To, okay. So, uh, Joe, let's just go to back to Studio A. <laughs> this is Studio A. Yeah, that's Studio, Studio B. B. This is this is the dedicated studio. It's the on other the other. It's on the other side of the building. So we were just kind of, you know, we're just trying things. You know, you know it's only our third episode of the season. It's a new season. So yeah, I mean, last season we were all over the place. Last it was like season. the first season of The Office. You yeah, just, they were just all over the place. It does not till season five that things start getting really good. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we should cook empanadas live. Whoa! It's what? a ghost. Okay, you guys can't see this. And if you're definitely on 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 the on audio, you you don't know what just happened. But something just fell, like a big box, out of nowhere. Just 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 fell. Yeah. Boxes don't really do that all the time. No, it's haunted. Is this building haunted? So this room, I've been storing all my dad's stuff. Oh my! And in the closet behind us Mike, is all of my dad's old earthly possessions that i haven't gone through yet mike and i've this whole room has been stored this with this stuff is whore what so my dad probably threw that down all right on that note so thank you so much for listening a little bit guys. haunted this has been bit. everything hey, now Dad, i'm sorry we did this oh to no room. don't talk to him. no i just gotta say i'm sorry to him maybe okay. he'll quit throwing stuff down all right you might get hot coffee on you next ah, time i'm gonna turn the thing great. off before he gets mad at lovely us. Sorry, Dad. Make sure to like our Everything Now page. Leave a review if you are listening um, anywhere. You guys have a great day. Everything Now.